Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning, Joan. I understand we've got a little treat in store for our listeners today. We absolutely have. We're going to share with you today uh, an episode uh, that we recorded on a rather lovely evening we spent with uh, Alan Buxton, who has yes. his, own, his own podcast as yes, well. Yes, apparently he does, uh, which is reasonably popular, I understand. Um, and mm. we recorded it, of course, Joan, didn't we, at the wonderful ENO, English Ooh. National Opera. Uh, for those of you that don't know, the Coliseum's wonderful, wonderful building, very beautiful. And uh, of course, you won't be able to see that in this uh not in this, in this episode you're about to hear but you can if you go onto the fane website and purchase yourself a wee ticket you can see us visually in the flesh in all our glory uh, um so yes, you absolutely. should probably do both is what i would say yes i mean obviously some of you are going to be perhaps uh, i don't want to use the word stingy but perhaps a bit tight with your purse strings um a lot of people are using lockdown as an excuse for that when actually they they're sitting around doing nothing so i don't oh, know what yes, I've, got, I've had texts from the number of people who've said oh we're not i'm not doing christmas presents this year i'm not uh, sending any gifts or I think well why on earth not there's absolutely no excuse they're just I mean I know you do you never send gifts I so don't send them Joe no I can't um, it's against my principles you don't want to be seen as one of those little nitpicky types who sort of pouring over a bill after dinner going well I didn't have that and I didn't mm. have that and, no it's very you know. tedious I mean you know I mean all right yes one does have to go through it and make sure that you haven't paid for too many bottles of uh, vino and uh, too but many you do it so nicely with your calculator and everything you don't uh, you know it's quite subtle you'll yes. hide that behind the menu and then just Yes, I'm very, very good at maths, as you know, Joan. So actually, I do it all mentally and then I just double check it on the calculator. And it's very straightforward. And it's a fun part of the evening, actually. And, uh, you know, occasionally people say, I disagree. I had a a, my my, I didn't have a cheesecake. And then I'm able to say to them, yes, you did. You're just too drunk to remember it. And uh, (laughs) it's a bit of fun. But but no, I mean, I would say to listeners, if you can and would like to see us in all our wonderful uh, glory and uh, delights and this young Alan fellow um, mm. do pop onto the Fane website buy yourself a ticket mm. but if you just want to stick to oral uh, that's your choice but if you'd like to see us in the flesh you want the uh, full intercourse then do go and buy that ticket and, indeed uh, we look forward to uh, to you making the right uh, choices but we hope you enjoy don't we Joan we hope always. you enjoy hello welcome to this Fane event a night in with Joan and Jerrica I'm your host my name's Adam Buxton Uh, I have a podcast, it's called the Adam Buxton Podcast, but in their popular podcast, Dear Joan and Jerrica, Joan Damry and Jerrica Domain offer frank and forthright advice and opinion on a wide variety of romantic and sexual queries from their listeners, who, in the words of J&J themselves, tend to be, quotes, large, lonely, rather whiffy spinsters of a certain age, dumpy, dowdy, often balding, but still desperate to find Mr. Right. Mm. Um, so that's quite good for me as a married man in his early 50s. Uh, you found p- Mr. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I found Mrs. Wright. Right. And um, I have to say, over the years, the podcast has provided me with many fascinating mm. insights. Oh, yes, it would have done. Yes. Not only into human sexuality, but I think into the mind of the modern woman. Yes, yes absolutely. I was just going to say, Alan, is that what you're wearing for the final... Adam, um, yes, uh, yeah, I come, I live in the countryside, so right. I'm fairly kind of... Limited. Farmer, sort of. R- yeah, sort of rough and ready. Yes, right. Lovely. Usually okay. it's a fleece. I thought I would dress up today. No, with I this. love that army sort yeah. of uh, sexy khaki look. Mm. Exactly. And, uh, we yeah. did put in the memo a jumbo cord, but you didn't get the memo. Oh, no, I didn't see that, sorry. Okay, you Not could always pop, pop some on in the... Uh, a cord Greek. on the trouser or...? A, a jumbo cord trouser was this the yes. preference the stated preference but okay. um, if you haven't if you don't own any 
Perhaps you don't. No, I don't know. It's all it's all sort of jeans and slacks at this yeah. age. Mm. Um, mm. Honestly, though, as far as attire goes, I'm surprised to see in real life that you're as glamorous as you are. I hope oh, you don't mind you. me saying. Bless you look great. You. Well, I'm sorry, you. But, but are you implying that perhaps you thought we were less glamorous listening to us? I suppose on the when I'm listening to the podcast, I'm imagining uh, a, a couple of uh, sort of cosy housewife types well right. housewives <laughs> chatting to each other yes. and, um, I don't know about cosy no um, I think of myself as something of a sex pot really sure so, uh, well you look fantastic thank, if you, don't oh, thank you very much no that's absolutely wonderful I think it's ridiculous nowadays not, poor men are not allowed to say anything are they no. right. uh, to the ladies and uh, not even a pat on the bottom or it's an absolute it's madness but mm. uh, no thank you very much it's very nice to have a, a, a gentleman such as yourself to yeah. flatter it's so. lovely sitting with a guy yes. and I love your, your beard it's it's kind of like badgery. Mm, yes, touch of a <laughs> really badger nice. or a sort of, uh, I don't know, marmoset or a, a mole almost. Uh, but anyway, sorry, we digress. Nope. Just want to say. Are you bald under the cap? Um, not completely, no, but it is thinning. I wouldn't worry. I mean, no. ladies, ladies love a, a shiny pate. Oh, yes. Um, it means lots of testosterone. Mm, so. Yeah. Mm, so I wouldn't worry yes. at all. Let it all hang out. Absolutely. Now, look, we're here because after the success of the podcast, mm. congratulations, Thank by you. the way. Because we asked for Jeremy Paxman, but he wasn't well. Sure. He's very busy, isn't mm. he? And, then and he's, I, I don't I know, know you asked for Louis Theroux as well. But yes, yes. Louis was a bit teary about the whole thing. He just couldn't face it. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I'm very flattered and, and excited to be here. Well, we're delighted. We I mean, are. absolutely thrilled. And um, as you say, we're here in this, uh, if I might just point out this wonderful, oh, yeah. my, almost my second home, yes. Adam. Uh, this wonderful English National Opera house. I have a box, that's my box up oh, there. Oh, Jerrica's box. Uh, Jerrica's box, oh, uh, when my husband's with, him, with me. A little it's, rummage around there. Yes, indeed, oh. Philip's box, we call it, actually. Yes. Um, he's away a lot, as you know. Philip, your husband? Yes, yes. indeed. Yeah. He spends his time in Thailand with uh, his troop of scouts. So uh, He's a wonderfully right. charitable yes. man. And uh, I base one of my bedrooms on this, so uh, I like to have... Uh, you know, an audience sometimes. So. Yes, of course you do, Jack. Yeah, I imagine a kind of big four-poster bed, a lot of red yeah. velvet curtains. Yes, it's actually a circular bed with lots of poles around it and mm. chains and hooks and mm. swings and all sorts. Mm. So. Wow, that's great. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. So the book. Yes. Mm. This is very exciting. The book. After the success of the podcast, you've turned your talents to writing. Mm. Oh, thank you. And Bless you. you have produced... A great book. This is yes. This here is we are. Here. It's filled here we with are. Where are we? Helpful advice and uh, information and recipes. Yes. Um, it's called Why He Turns Away, and this is a, if you don't mind me saying, very refreshingly honest take. Thank you. On intimacy for yes ordinary people. Absolutely, for the very ordinary. Yes. And it is enhanced by beautiful illustrations <clears throat> throughout. Uh, putting me in mind of other classics of the genre, The Joy of Sex mm -hmm. yes. by Dr. Alex Comfort. Indeed. And, oh, I uh, love Dr. Comfort. Or Small Comfort, as he's yes. known. He's a very, very short yes. man. With quite a small penis. Yes. You guys have found quite a wide audience in the Thank podcast you. world because mm. I think you are sometimes quite jaw-droppingly frank. Yes, I mean, we don't beat about the bush. Apparently, you're not allowed to say that anymore either. No. But, um, we all love a beat about the bush. Who doesn't, we? Joan? Absolutely. Very nice. First thing in the morning. Yes. But uh, no, you're not allowed to say and that. And that's now. something we do advise husbands to do first thing in the morning to beat around. Yes. Beat about the bush. Uh, although we do focus, obviously, more on what ladies are doing to keep their guys. Because that's what the book's about taking you right through from dating up till death. It takes yes. you through everything from getting together, flirting, getting married, babies, the menopause, yes. um, mental health issues, yes, you know. And, uh, yes, and then in your old age, um, either enjoying a wonderful, uh, very fruitful sex life mm. or going into a care home. Mm. Well, here's a question about the title from one of our viewers tonight, because when right. people bought tickets for this event, some of them also submitted questions. Oh, and I'll be, wonderful. I'll, oh, thank I'll be you. reading a, a handful of those. Apologies to people who don't have their questions read. Here's yes. one from Henry Bland, Probably though. And he just says, how did you come up with the book title, Why He Turns Away? What is, what is meant by that? Why He Turns Away. Um, look, you know, ladies don't know how to look after themselves mm. these days, and too many men are very understandably racing off and getting together with the au pair or, um, you know, yeah. a, a, perhaps a, a, a young lady who comes to babysit who's just turned 16 mm. and... Uh, knows how to dress, knows how to put a bit of makeup on, and um, quite understandably, isn't he, 
Joe, he's turning away from his wife. He's turning all the ways off. in which wives can repulse their husbands, really. And, and goodness uh, me, there are, there are very many. Oh, myriad ways. Yes, yes. myriad. Marriage is generally getting less popular. I think the statistic is 50% of marriages fail. Right, yes. Oh, dear. And that number is climbing all the time. Yes. yes. More and more, it seems like a weird thing to do to, to, to say to another person that you're going to be with them for the rest of your life. It's very difficult, I isn't it? Agree more. And I don't think you should see it as failure. I've been married six times and every one was a success, even the three with suicides. It's simply not your fault, Joan, that these uh, grim, grim uh, fellows have, have, de have decided to, uh, you know, perhaps uh, top themselves. Mm. You know, not, not, it's not Joan's fault. No, not, no. You're both mothers, is that right? Yes. yes. How old are your children now, Joe? Well, I have five sons. Okay. Uh, one of them's gay. Age-wise, do you know I sometimes forget? Yeah. <laughs> They're Easily all done. off being so successful. Um, they were all um, sent off to boarding school when they were uh, three years old. And uh, I, uh, you know, gave them a fantastic education mm. and um, lots of gifts and so forth. And uh, they're all doing very well for themselves. One of them actually went, when, uh, the last one went when he was a tiny baby, didn't he? He because did, because there's a new, a new one came out where you could send them at two months old. It's wonderful. Wonderful, run by all these old monks who are a bit lonely. And, I mean, you get the odd rum monk um, yes. there, but, uh, you know, it's a price you just pay for this wonderful. It's worth it. And uh, so wonderful that women can express themselves through giving birth and mm. uh, bringing up children mm. and uh, as in Joan's case sending them to boarding school. I mean I actually packed Cardinal my daughter off to boarding school. I think she was 13. She was absolutely wild by that point and had started eating the furniture. Um, she so was, it was always neat. wild. Yes I mean she was wild but it was when she sort of chomped up the whole sofa mm. uh, and that wonderful white it was a sort of one of those l-shaped oh, ones. I remember that one for next wasn't it? It was next home mm. and it had like a, a wonderful flip up section you could relax on a Sunday night and mm. but no she I uh, came in and she was just finishing off the last sort of leg and uh, she'd went. urinate up the walls and all sorts and you sent her away to that sort of chap in uh, Sweden was it like yes. a, a, um, running with the wolves type thing to try and break that feral part of mm. her down wasn't mm. it Kevin her... Costner it no. was a friend of Kevin's friend don't see so much of him do you no not so much now mm. but uh, lovely yes. twinkly blue eyes yes. he's a good looking older man isn't he yes, yes. he is he's, he's certainly a silver fox it's Wonderful. a shame, though, that the that paradigm of the attractive older man still maintains, whereas it's still tough for an older woman to be as glamorous as, as you two, perhaps. Yes, well, well, I mean, we're the exception to the rule, really. Well, I think, you know, it's about making the effort and putting the hours in, isn't it? And all these, you see these bumpy ladies bulking around Marx's mm. and, uh, you know, they haven't got any makeup, they haven't yeah. bothered with any lipstick, they haven't brushed their hair even. All their teeth, all oh, these I'm... haggard old trouts, you know, mm. and uh, no wonder guys no just bra. don't want to, No bra and the boobs down coming out under their belts, you mm. know. I don't mind the no bra look. Even though when their boobs are very long and... Uh... If they're coming out from the clothes, that's bad. Mm. Um... Here's the bit that caught my eye about teenagers in the book. Mm. Do you mind me reading a couple of the Oh, two. Oh, absolutely. Wonderful. It'd be nice to hear it again. Yes, <laughs> lovely. You write very evocatively about the experience of dealing with teenagers in the holidays. Mm. Yes. yes. Under the um, subheading Stinky Oafs. Mm. And you say, but there are always the holidays when we do have to tolerate these stinky oafs lounging about the place. And stinky goes for both sexes here at this age. As always, an oniony boy. <laughs> As always, an oniony boy masturbating until his sheets snap is still more tolerable <laughs> than a, a fishy teenage girl with all day morning breath and a jutting <laughs> lower lip. Sorry. The hooded eyes and hunched huffing of a lolling lass in the grip of puberty can be hugely taxing for mad menopausal mums and must be shut down by either locking this moody miss in her bedroom or cellar or sedating her entirely during her period. So a lot of this stuff is, um, I would say, not typical of most advice that's around for Thank dealing you. with... Mm -hmm. um, 
teenagers or sexuality I think in people pussyfoot around this they stuff. They certainly do, absolutely. I mean, the point is, you know, both of us, of course, as we've just said, have got to vast experience with, with uh, bringing up children. And, uh, you know, they say, write what you know, don't mm. they? And mm. indeed, this is, what, uh, this is what we've penned as a result. Mm. And yeah. uh, this is something that's worked incredibly well for, for the two of us, mm. I think. Yes. Joan, you'd agree, mm. and uh, yes, yeah, all right. People say it's old-fashioned, and it's uh, you know, it's not how people do things nowadays. But we don't care, do we, Joan? <laughs> no, <laughs> we're not fashionable women, really. Apart uh, from the clothing, obviously, yes. but uh, we're not uh, fashionably no. minded. You mentioned your gay son mm. earlier on. Mm. Some of the ideas in in the book took me by surprise. Right o on the on the gay section, or well, in what way? Well, I wasn't aware that this was a thing, for example. Um, this is um, under a heading that says the hungry anus. You say, through placing objects near the newborn's anus, much as you might put metal near a magnet, mm. scientists have noted the gay baby's anus already knows it wants to ingest something. Mm. Yes. As toys and biscuits within a 10-inch radius, go shooting up his bottom. <laughs> this is a condition known as the hungry anus, or anum esurientes. Yes, or That's a Latin term. Yes. Okay. Yes. Causing the rectal mouth to suck up almost anything in its path. Consequently, there have been cases of lazy mums using their child's bottom as a makeshift hoover. Mm -hmm. while he... Or vacuum cleaner, rather. Right. Not Hoover, obviously that's the make of vacuum. Mm, yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. Unless you've called the child Hoover, in which case that's valid. Yes, sure. that's a lovely name. Mm, sure. Pretty name. So this is all, I mean, this is all news to me. I'm so glad. Mm. It's, it's great to know we're educating people and mm -hmm. helping people and uh, guiding them. Here's a question from Fiona Yallop. And Fiona, this is a common complaint. Dear Joan and Jerrica, whereas once me and my husband would have filled our idle time by making love, now he is more likely to be found checking his email or looking at memes on his phone. Mm. How mm. are people? How do people deal with the new competition they have from? His phone's obviously a lot more attractive than she yes. is. I mean, don't forget, he'll have a ready access to pornographic material on his telephone. Mm. He'll be contacting mistresses yes. and, uh, in chat rooms and so on and so forth. He may even use the phone as a sexual uh, device for himself. Indeed. Um, up his bottom or okay. his front bottom. Mm. Or just Front bottom. Yes, nudging around his front bottom when it's warm. From, for a man, where, mm, where is that? Oh, just down the front of the trousers and down round the uh, testicles. Mm. And, uh, I didn't know that was called the front bottom for a man. It can be. It can be the penis or the willy or any number. Of, okay, because uh, it's like a small bum. Frontal tail. Jack, whatever Jack the lad. Um, um, any number. Jolly Roger. Yes, absolutely. Uh, frightened ferret. Um, mm. Furtive... Uh, furtive Furtive Tom. Furtive Tom. Hungry Peter. Angry Simon. Mm. Any number of names. Mm. All right, Jericho. Yeah, sorry, I've got a cough. <clears throat> I don't think it's a COVID cough. No. Before anyone panics and oh, rushes dear. put their masks on. But no, uh, no sorry, where were we? You know, just, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, the phone. Indeed, the mm. phone. Mm. Competition from devices. Yes. Mm. So really, uh, once again, I'm afraid, and uh, you know, people say we've had death threats, uh, haven't we, Joan? We um, have. You know, people say don't always blame the women, but um, goodness me, you know, the ladies need to up their game. So you know, um, you want to um, be wearing a low cut top, or as Jerrica just did there, splitting her trousers there. I mean, I, I, ca I casually right. moved that aside. That's the sort of thing you need to be doing. If well, a man's on his phone. Gives him access to go crawling up mm. your leg and. Mm. Uh, into. And some ladies have a zip that will just simply up there and mm. uh, the whole trouser suit will fall apart. Yeah, um, you know, it's tricks like this, tips mm. and uh, wrinkles like this that uh, we provide hopefully in this in this book mm. that we've that we've written mm. um, that you may have. This book, yeah. Have yeah, seen. it's great. Yes. He turns away. Mm. Yes. Why he turns why? away. Why, he why turns does away. he? Why, why he yes. turns away. Mm. Yes, sadly. So are you finding that in your marriage, Alan, that you're fiddling with your phone and your wife's getting a bit peed off? Uh, actually, it's usually the other way around. Oh, she's oh, fiddling with her phone, is she? Sometimes. Right. Have yeah. you checked what sort of sites she's looking at? Cats. Uh, no, it's dogs mainly. It's right. sweet oh. dogs. Is that right. a good 
Is that well? Fine? Um, there's a section in the book. Uh, a lady a marrying her dog. A lady saying, "Can I marry my dog?" So oh. you might um, want to watch out there. She's yes. probably thinking. What did you say of... to that lady? Well, I think we it's said no, isn't it? Um, no, the point. Well, no, the point was it has to be that the dog has to ask. Oh, yeah, so be. it's and not. The dog wasn't interested in her, but he was interested in a, a sexier lady down the road. Yes, so. who ran a, a, a clothing shop. Uh, much younger, trimmer lady. Mm, and mm. Um, so I think, you know, in the end, it was very clear that the dog wasn't interested in this lady at all. Mm. So it wasn't a case of her having an option of marrying the dog. The dog had already made a decision, had packed a little mm. bag with all its uh, needfuls, mm. uh, medication that it was on at the time. Mm. And, uh, She'd said it water. had needed Viagra, hadn't she? But yes, uh, no, turns out he didn't need it at all when he was with Belinda down the road. So. Just a bit of fish oil and he was, it was up mm. and ready, mm. you know, mm -hmm. but um, there we are. Mm. <laughs> um, so there you go, that's bones mm. and devices mm. dealt with. Hey, here's something though, you were mentioning some of the names that can be used for a man's equipment. Mm -hmm. uh, here's a letter from Maeve O'Shaughnessy. Mm. Dear Jonah Jerrica, I have two daughters and I find it difficult to know how best to refer to their downstairs areas. Right. Uh, at first, I used the words tuppence, mm -hmm. foo-foo, and nonny, as my mother used to when I was little. Mm. But the girls have told me they find those names embarrassing. Mm. Could you suggest some appropriate alternatives? Well, I mean, obviously, you can go for the very biological uh, vagina and vulva. Pudenda um, is another um, uh, go-to. Growler. Mm. Fish, I mean, fish but purse. maybe not for like a... Young child, though. <laughs> well, I, don't I think it's why quite not. Cozy, I mean, think. really, it's quite a cozy name. Yeah. And they like grow a up. dog. You know, you had bouncer and neighbours, didn't you? It's not dissimilar. That's another word you can use. It's bouncer. bouncer and indeed neighbours. But um, do you need I'm, to wash your bouncer? Yes, that type of thing. That could be fun. Funnily enough, I was looking up the Urban Dictionary earlier, and there were other ones like uh, stench drench or um, something whisker, uh, uh, whisk, whisker biscuit. Um, um, I haven't heard that. Quite nice though, all these, aren't they? Sure. Yes, they're pretty, aren't they? Very pretty. Um, um, lump, pump, pump, lump, uh, pump, bump, um, fish purse, as you say, mm. Joan, um, tr treacle pudding um, is another one that my mother used to use. Treacle pudding, lovely. Um, jam roly-poly, if you are particularly, um, if you're menstruating. Um, obviously, these are very young ladies, mm. but, uh, you know, they do start very early. If you reach a certain uh, weight, then you mm. start to menstruate. So sometimes you get babies who've grown very big in the womb and mm. uh, perhaps start menstruating at the, at the age of seven. Yes. I didn't know that. We seven do talk months. about little wee ones with boobs and mm. so forth as well in the book, because that's a phenomenon. Yeah, mm. I mean, there's a load of medical insight that I mm. didn't yes. know. No. I think we see the unseeable. It's about bringing it out into the open and stopping yes. people being ashamed of having a baby with boobs or, yes. um, you know, a five-year-old boy with a big bush of pubes. It's, it's yes. about... Yes, it's just about uh, saying, how it, saying it how it is, yes. isn't it? Do you get medical input from... I know that you both see a, a, a medical practitioner called Mahmoud. Mahmoud, yes. yes. He and gives so much help. How did your relationship with him begin, like your professional relationship? Uh, I think we met him horse riding. Yes, Joan, um, uh, you, uh, you were out on your mare. Joan's yes. got 17 horses yes. uh, up in Scotland. Yes. And uh, you were out on the moor. It was quite romantic, actually. And I fell off and this gorgeous, gorgeous guy came over and scooped me up into his arms and uh, laid me atop his big, brown stallion and uh, off we rode into mm. the sunset really and then right. I found out he was a doctor yes. and we started uh, yes. hanging out and uh, another chap we mentioned in the book we'd not mentioned so much before of course is your friend Dr Graham Nutt. Indeed yes who's a colleague of Mahmoud so I met Mahmoud through Joan obviously um, I actually did we did a Skype uh, I had a, a crisis uh, mm. a, 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 a vaginal vestibule crisis oh, uh, which I need. It's very long. It's exceptionally long and I needed some instant treatment and uh, Mahmoud fortunately was on hand to guide me through a, a particular process. Mm. And uh, What, if you don't mind me asking, what, what do you do for that? Uh, well, um, the, the main thing you have to do is have uh, intercourse very, very quickly. Um, it's 22 inches long. Mm, and it starts to reduce the seal up. So um, he provided me with the name of some wonderful lengthy lads, as he calls them. Mm. And uh, so I got a couple of those rounds purely... Uh, for a med medicinal, medicinal purposes. Medicine. Now this is a, yeah, this is a, a letter from Dan Jasper 
Dan says, um, I've often heard women complaining that men <coughs> always expect oral sex, but seldom, if ever, return the favor. Well, I attempted to do so and have done on a regular basis, but my wife just pushes me away. She calls the idea insane and unsanitary. Mm. What should I do, says Dan. Do you have a picture of this lady? Um, yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, mm -hmm. mm, no, all right. right. No, that's a no, yes, really, isn't it? that is insane and Joe. unsanitary, I think. Yes, yeah, uh, so I in, think... In um, case. Of... Uh, amazingly, she's right here, and uh, goodness, what a brave man. Um, Gosh, that's an angry... A saint. Yes, that's an angry... Uh, orifice to approach isn't it and uh, there's I mean just looking there you can see there are some little teeth um, down in the bottom corner um, this is a phenomenon that occasionally happens particularly with a lady getting into older age as the uh, testosterone in the body rises the progesterone uh, the estrogen shrinks away mm -hmm. and uh, you'll get these little tiny bit like in a cyst sometimes you get hair tiny teeth, teeth. Um, you, likewise, you'll get these little uh, vaginal teeth that it's appear. It's part of the menopause, really. Yes, it's a natural. Again, not spoken about. No, not, okay. nobody knows about that, really. Yeah, because I've heard of vagina dentata. Mm, that's it. Exactly. But I thought that was like a psychological condition. I didn't realise they're actual teeth. Yes. Well, it starts in the mind and then it ends up uh, down below. Okay. You can almost form it yourself. I mean, this is the tragedy here mm. is that the women believe, you know, that they, uh, that, 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 that they are as they age becoming less attractive and lo and behold, mm. uh, there it is, it happens. But she will need to brush those teeth. And floss actually. Mm -hmm. Although she may get some flossing from that thong. Yes. There's a lot of tips in the book, which mm. are great. Mm. And as I said, you know, I'm, I'm in my 50s now, married for... 25 years. Oh, lovely. Good for you. Uh, I consider myself very lucky and very close to my wife still. But oh, she's a very lucky yeah, lady. Yes, very lucky. Thank you very much. But it's always good to have a few tips to keep things spicy, mm. I guess, yes. isn't it? Yes, Well, especially if, you, as you said earlier, she keeps looking at a telephone mm. and uh, right. looking at dogs. There you go. Exactly. Mm. Here is... Is she suggesting you get a pet dog? We've already got a dog. Right. Oh. Yeah. And right. does she spend a lot of time with the dog? Sure, we all do. She's a lovely dog. Does she send, spend private time with the dog? I don't know. Mm. Okay. All I right. don't think so. No, okay, not to worry. This is a great tip which I wasn't aware of before. You talk about hair in the book. Mm -hmm. mm. All the things you can do with your hair as a woman. And, mm. and this is stuff that I hadn't even thought of. And this is a tip for a woman keeping a relationship spicy. He will love you lacing your hair around his proud penis, giving him a tufty maypole to yank about and generally have some fun with. He'll also enjoy it if you pipe it up his anus. Simply fashion it. <laughs> simply fashion it. Simply fashion it into a plait and stuff it up there, using it like a fun, hairy dildo, and he'll be in heaven, with the added bonus of sweeping off old bits of impacted feces that may have lodged in his rectum. As we know, guys rarely wipe their bottoms. I mean, that's... I mean, that is something you would know, I would have thought. Yes. I, yeah, that's true. I mean, it's so full of... The, the last bit, I mean, I don't mean necessarily all the other bits if your wife's not been uh, servicing you in that way, but... Um, you know, we, most guys we know don't wipe the bottoms. No, because we're busy. Yes. Mm. Oh, much too busy. Much too busy. Why would you bother spending time wiping your bottom when you, when you can be earning money? Mm. Yeah, exactly. And it's not, I mean... Or you can get your wife to do it. Sure. Mm. What about... I wish that we lived in a society like France sometimes with the, with the B-days. Mm. Mm. Do either of you have B-days? I do. Joan has a gold yes. B-day. Yes, I love it. I didn't even know what a B-Day was for until I was in my 40s. Really? Yeah. And have you bought one now? Or? I want to, I'm saving up. You should, they're so much fun. Mm. I sit on it every morning. Well, um, yours is huge, you get in it, don't yes, you, Joan? It's lovely. Huge. I thought it was a bath for dolls. It can be that. Right. Once you've done, you know, you, so you don't waste the water. Um, mm. You can, mm. dot, you know, pop your dolly in there and mm. give her a bath. I've always wondered though, is there a potential danger associated with them if the pressure's not right? 
There can be. Mm. It can be very mm. damaging if that shoots up too far, doesn't it? Absolutely, it yes. come right up and almost out of the mouth. Yes, and in some cases, absolutely does. Yes. Exactly that. Yes. Um, yes. I'm interested, though, if you... Do you have dolls? Uh, I've got... Um, yeah, I mean, I do have... I've always been into sort of toys and dolls. Right, yes. Things like that. And you bathe your dolls? Um, less. But yeah, I mean, sometimes I certainly used to. There used to be a long bathing routine for the action men. Right, Aww. lovely. Oh, that's wonderful. That's, that's yes. really lovely. Good, wonderful, mm. wonderful. And you've kept them, have you? These action men. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, mm. wonderful. Speaking of dolls, do you do you have do you ever have any thoughts on the kind of body fascism that you see in in dolls for children? The the the, the body type that men and particularly women are expected to aspire to being. Sort of the big boobs and the well, little the, the very, very slim, mm, long lovely. legs. And yes. Super. I mean, we, we do actually write about this in the book mm. that, um, you know, in the 70s, they really knew how to design yeah. a doll uh, with these wonderful big boobs and tiny, tiny little waists mm. and then very uh, wonderfully slightly curved, but not too, uh, not, not uh, bulky. Not big saddlebags, uh, no. Nice, uh, nothing yeah. like that. And a nice uh, slim hip and then a tiny... Uh, just a little hint of a peachy little vulva between nestling mm. between the legs. Mm. And I think, you know, that was wonderful, wasn't it, Joan? Because it was very clear to young girls playing with Dolly, um, this is how I need to look. If and I it want was a husband. very straightforward. Yes. Mm. But nowadays, of course, um, they, 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 you know, they, they, these poor girls, they don't know where to turn. Um, mm. They've got no proper role model to look at, have they? No. And, uh, They're very confused. Know, it's I very think. confusing. Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Mm. Because I think now the, the idea is that women should feel less pressure well everyone should feel less mm. pressure about conforming to a certain body type no do you not you don't think no i think that's a mistake i do i think it's good to know what to aim for and to do what you can to get there mm. and if that's surgery then so be it or not eating mm. vomiting sure all the old all the old chestnuts tips. they do work Hey, speaking of surgery, mm. would it be appropriate to ask you if you've ever had any of that kind of work done yourself? Oh, absolutely, yes, mm. yes. You have? All, all, all the time. What sort <laughs> of um, procedures? Well, I've had my boobs done a hundred times, haven't mm. I? And I've had mm. different nipples put on and different pieces and so forth. And uh, yes, I like to... Uh, you know, keep myself in trim and absolutely. Um, and Joan's had a whole new vulva put in. Yes, really, because mine was quite big before. So. Joan had a sort of great barn of a, a of a vulva, um, which was fine in the seventies, but uh, not so much now. Mm. One thing you spoke about on your <laughs> podcast actually was the idea of printing out pictures of very attractive vulvas. Yes. Onto fabric and then laying. Pronto pants. Yes. 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 That's a good idea. It's a great tip. I yes. mean, you can do it with a Polaroid. If you've got a Polaroid camera, you can just staple it onto your underwear if you're in a hurry. Mm. But if not, you can take it down. These wonderful guys in these. Oh, they're so shops. hunky, the guys as oh, well in those places. They and can't snappy do enough. Snaps. Yes, it can't do enough for you. You, you know. You don't get embarrassed going and asking. Well, we them. don't have to do it, but for the for ladies that do, uh, it just means when you're on a date, you've got a wee skirt on and you're sitting there opening your legs. You mm. know, he's going to get a glimpse and he's going to think, "Oh, I'd like a bit more of that." Mm. You know. Mm. Here's a couple of questions from people interested in you guys and your relationships. Sarah Giddings says, what were your first impressions of each other? And what are your pet hates about each other? Oh, I don't think we have any pet hates. No, do I don't think we do. I no. don't think we'd know. No. I'd have to really struggle to think of anything, yes. to be honest. No, but, we, uh, yeah, no. How we met how we was met. lovely. Yes, um, yes. I don't know if you're aware, Adam, I'm a great uh, canal swimmer. I didn't know. And, uh, yes, I talk about it in the book. Um, I thought, yeah, have you not been sent a copy? Sure. Uh, no, I remember now. Yes, you do. And uh, I uh, jump in the canal every morning in an orange tankini and I wear my flippers and I uh, pound up and down, avoiding all the sort of uh, floaters and bits and bobs. And uh, yes, and one morning um, I, uh, I swim with my mouth open. It's just a, a reflex. That's something that I do. And uh, one morning, unfortunately, I swallowed a Super Plus tampon. Um, mm. and uh, started to choke. Obviously, it swelled up immediately even further in my throat. It was already swollen in the water, and it, it started to fill up, and I started to struggle to breathe. Mm. Well, this lady... I uh, was jogging along the, the towpath at the time in my special uh, heeled trainers, and I saw this poor lady flailing about with this white 
tail coming out of her mouth. I thought, has she got a mouse in there? Swallowed a mouse. What's happening? <laughs> and, uh, yes. and then I began to realise that uh, you needed saving and I, yes. I pulled it out. Yes. Um, I had some wee barbecue tongs in my bag at the time because I love to barbecue mm. and I never know when I'm going to want to do it. So uh, Always prepared. Yes. But yeah, so she hauled this uh, great uh, sopping tampon out mm. and uh, flung it on the towpath. And, uh, and I, I, you know, I must say, I immediately thought, what a very interesting lady, mm. obviously a very striking, lovely looking lady, and, uh, but a lady in a lot of pain. Yes. Um, you know, I immediately saw that this was a troubled and very emotionally mm. damaged lady. And, uh, you know, we're both, as you know, Adam healers. And uh, I just felt I wanted to reach out and, mm. and help this this lovely lady, and then it turned out that she herself was trained in psychogenital counselling. Mm -hmm. um, so we immediately clicked, um, and we never looked back. No, we went for dinner and uh, spent the evening together, and I stayed over, and yes. uh, the rest is history, really. What is psychogenital counselling for people unfamiliar? Well, it's, it's the psychology of the genitals. It's, mm -hmm. the, you know, giving the genitals a personality and talking to them and responding to them, singing to them interacting with them and you know um taking away the shame around that mm. area of what is simply a part of your body mm. sure. and a wonderful part of your body and mm. you know you address it directly in the room so when you go for psychogenital counseling you'll say hello vulva how are you or if how? you have a pet name perhaps you have a pet name for yours I yes don't like know. angry simon let's say hello yeah. angry simon how are you mm. feeling today um that sort of thing sure chatting to it mm. yes mm. indeed yeah, there's amazing um, stuff in here that I didn't know about. The Bobobo, am I pronouncing that right? Yes. yes. This is a chapter, by the way, called uh, Why He Needs to Pork Other Ladies When You're Pregnant. Um, this is an advert within the chapter. So this is an advert for something called uh, the Bobobo, which is bobbly baby bonnets. Um, and it's when you come to breastfeed the baby. Um, so, yes, uh, breastfeeding isn't always straightforward. For some ladies, the milk isn't flowing freely from the nipple, but is spurting happily from the vulva. Is that true? Mm. Absolutely I true. I didn't know that. Yes, well, you do now. So this phenomenon is on the rise due to bigger, fatter vulvas as women become increasingly greedy, snacking <laughs> on fatty treats and mm. lazing around all day. Uh, whilst this is all rather unpleasant, it is vital that wherever the milk is coming from, baby knows he's welcome to latch on. So if you're one of these mums who are lactating from down below instead of up top, you may as well make feeding time fun with the bobobo. These bobbly baby bonnets covered in wobbly and textured teats mean baby can suckle away whilst nudging his bumpy bonnet into mum's privates, making it a great experience for both of you. The bobobo comes in smooth, knobbly and vibrating if mum wants an extra special time. And don't worry, the fast vibrating bonnet is good for helping strengthen baby's soft new skull and acts like mini electroshock therapy, warding off any possible depression that the baby might be feeling about the thought of spending his first 18 years with you. Wow. There we go. So uh, that's something you can order online. Okay. And you can do that through your website. Indeed. And there are adult bonnets, aren't there, like that? Yes. Should, uh, should guys want to do that? Absolutely. How do you mean? Well, should guys want to sort of go down there and wear a bonnet while they're down there? Mm. And have a little sip of the milky... You're, you look like a hat man. You are a hat man. He is a hat man. I mean, you could actually probably adapt that cap and pop some bubbles on the top and uh, stop your wife looking at pictures of dogs. Mm. Now, are you both believers in astrology? Oh, absolutely. Mm. Well, yes. particularly Joan. Yes, yes, um, very much. So um, I'll always check what sign somebody is before I get involved. And, yes. Uh, well, are there certain signs that you won't get involved with, for example? I find Aries can be quite uh, tricksy. Hmm. Um, what are you, Adam? I'm a Gemini. Mm, now you've the twin, actually the flighty twins. The flighty twins, and you yes. have some love horoscopes in here. Mm. You need to check whether your wife is matched to you, because it will tell you in there mm. whether she is or not. I don't know anything about uh, all that stuff. Right. What's it? so she is early March. What does that make her? That makes her Pisces. Okay. Yes. Fish. Yes. Well, my entry, oh yeah, here we go. Pisces, long, lank ladies, make no mistake. My wife is tall. Mm -hmm. These women do smell. The face tends to look quite morose with droopy 
cloudy eyes and wet floppy lips. These are slippery customers always changing her tune and turning up late for appointments. This is not like my wife. Right. Well, you did say it was at the beginning. So. At the beginning it was, and now it's not. Well, well. not yet. I mean, she may become a lot of these things. Mm. People what? tend to... It is a, uh, it's 100% accurate. Is it? It's absolutely, yes. Watertight. More often than not, this woman will be a dental assistant. That's very specific. <sighs> Who likes to watch reality TV and is most likely fellating her boss. I don't think this is true. Well, not yet, again. You said you know. she looks at her phone all the time. You don't know what else she's doing. Has she shown an interest in dentistry? I mean, yeah, a she does talk about it. Mm -hmm. Does she look at your teeth quite a bit? Now and then, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There you go. Okay. The hunky 60-something dentist who just got back from skiing and has a cheeky facelift. Oh, that's a description of the boss that she's fellating. Mm -hmm. She loves to slither about the place, flirting with every Tom, Dick and Harry. So don't invite her over for dinner if you want to hold on to hubby. Mm -hmm. mm. I don't... Mm. My entry, Gemini, the flighty twins. These guys tend to be light, wiry and super flirty. Think Michael Douglas in his heyday. You both fans of Michael Douglas? Oh, mm, yes, absolutely. Gorgeous. Huge Michael Douglas fans. Who is in Fatal Attraction, yeah. Wall Street. Wonderful. But even now. Yes, know. now. Um, gorgeous. Even more so now, yeah. really. Yeah. He was like a byword for sexy, steamy absolutely. guy parts. Yeah. Still in the is. 90s. Yeah. Still is, really, isn't yes. he? You know, he's aged very well. Lovely. Mm. Did you like him in... What was the one where he was at the disco with a... V-neck sweater and mm. Saturday Night Fever. No, I believe he was in that briefly. I think he was. Yes, he was one of the backing dancers when John Travolta was doing the big routine at the front. Mm. Uh, he went down on his knees and slid across the floor behind John. Yes. Um, I think they cut most of his part out, didn't I they? Because he was drawing the eye. Mm. He's um, so charismatic, mm. isn't he? Mm. Michael Douglas. Yes. Yes. Well, and John, of course. My descri uh, the description of a typical Gemini continues: twinkly hot eyes. A chunky penis and thin, high hair. So, yeah. Pretty much you. Sounds like you. And boy, do these go... And boy, do these guys know how to dress. Sexy linen suits, sockless loafers and no underwear, ever. You will have to put up with some nasty dark moods from the evil twin. That's true. Sulky huffs, guilty, and toxic body puffs. <laughs> if you look at him the wrong way. Mm. But make him a fishy soup with a glass of champers and he'll be back to normal. The nice twin is clown funny and an acrobat between the sheets, which is why he just can't be faithful. So, Sounds like you. well, there's some accurate stuff there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, now, what is your sign? I'm um, a Sagittarius. Are you? And how about you, Jeremy? I'm a Leo. Ah. The lumpy lioness yes. is what you call them Indeed. here. These ladies are big, spoilt show-offs, wide, dimply, and prone to hefty periods, and pebbly stools. Yes. The Leo lass loves to lollop and expects you to bring her snacks and treats while she lounges in front of the TV. Mm. Mostly unemployed, these women fly into rages if provoked, so any man willing to take one on has his work cut out. Mm. Wow, is that yes. accurate? Absolutely spot on. Wow. Particularly the pebbly stools and the heavy periods. Mm. What is the pebbly stool thing? Oh, um, Adam, it's, uh, I'm afraid it's something I've had this ghastly, uh, Joan knows all about this. And I'm, IBS, I'm, really, absolutely, it? it's this IBS, nuisancey IBS that I have, and it means that I have a very uncomfortable tum. Uh, a lot of the time and uh, produce these very tiny owl-like pellety pebbly stools um, once every so often. Mm. Um, I mean, of course, it can go the other way. Um, so the lioness will also sometimes leave a very sticky, long trail of, uh, of uh, lion juice, for want of a better mm. description. <laughs> uh, so it can go either way mm. and a lot of anal puffing and a lot of uh, mm. stench and... Uh, but. <laughs> Whereas I only go once every, uh, well, it used to be once every two weeks. Mm -hmm. um, and now it's 
once every two months. Yeah, so sometimes once a year. Joan, I mean, it's been occasionally just on your birthday, mm. hasn't it? She's had a bit of cake and there's a, 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 a sort of snapping noise. Yes. And, uh... <laughs> Joan's hurtled out of the room and mm. uh, come back looking very shocked. Mm. But uh, there we go. You know, we live with these things. Sure. I'm sorry, that must be, that must be uncomfortable. It's great, actually. It just means I can do what I want. I can go on romantic weekends and just not have to worry. Mm. Yeah. Do you want to read Jones? Uh, which one were you again? I'm Sagittarius. Oh, yeah. It was just that Aries caught my eye. Oh, yes. The oh. rampant ram. Yes. Do you know any Aries? I know a few. Mm. Michael Douglas is an Aries, apparently. Yes. Right. Do you want to read it? Yeah, well, it says... These are guys that want to fuck. They like strong-toned women with big boobs and tight bubble butts. Although, we'll take on a Leo lass for a, sh a lost weekend. But please, no tears, ladies. These lads will not tolerate a weepy lass. They like ballsy, buxom girls who will tell it like it is and smack them round the face when they're out of line. That isn't good, is it? That's gorgeous. Oh. Slapping kicking, punching, strangling. These are like catnip to the Aries man. I don't know if that's always true, is it? I yes. think Michael Douglas. From Certainly that. in Michael's case. Mm -hmm. Yes, and the, and the weekend referred to guilty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Naughty lioness and uh, yes. don't tell Catherine. Mm -hmm. Zeta Jones. Oh, that's horrific. He loves rough foreplay and can often be found headbutting his partner while she sleeps. Naughty old ram. Mm. Now, remind me one more time, Joan. What was your sign? Sagittarius. Oh, yeah. Are you on medication for this uh, uh, memory loss? Well, um, yeah, a little bit. Mm. Mainly uh, alcohol. Sagittarius. These guys have curly hair, smiley eyes, and cute button noses, which can be a turn-off as most ladies love big, angry hooters. Sag man is the archer, so he's one of life's go-getters and tends to have a penis shaped like an arrow, which can be a lot of fun and suits the Libran lady's long vaginal vestibule, which is usually shaped like a Toblerone. Mm. Yes. I didn't know that about the Toblerone. Yes, mm. it's a very common condition. Toblerone um, vulva, Toblerone mm. vagina. Um, you know, there's also, isn't there, the uh, topic, mm. the topic vagina. And sort of a bit more nutty. Yes, and yes. And uh, the Mars, of course, famously. Yes, Mick um, Jagger and the Mars. Indeed, yes. Wow. I mean, these are great. I think they're just great to have something definite there. You can just look it up, you meet a new person, or you're going to sleep with somebody, and you go, hang on, let me check. Mm. What do I need to know? Handy. Is this yeah. a one-night stand? Is this a... Long-term things, you know. yes. Yeah. Now, both of you, not to bring things down, but you've both experienced some tragedy and sadness mm. in your lives. Mm -hmm. And you're, you know, you don't shy away from it. In the podcast, you talk about these things. Mm -hmm. And I heard as well you talking about some of the actual practicalities of... of, of what you do with a person after they've died mm. and dealing with them in the casket and that kind of thing. Um, you talked about a condition which I wasn't aware of where a man can ejaculate after he's died. Mm -hmm. Like a, a, sometimes you said a, a man can, that can happen to a man while he's being hanged. That's absolute mm. fact, mm. yes. That's why uh, hangings were so popular in the uh, medieval times. Mm. Lots of people. pornography, maybe. A, a kind of pornography. I kind of always like uh, in Amsterdam now, they do these wonderful uh, fun shows for guys on stag weekends. Mm. Uh, similarly, in the Middle Ages, the ladies would gather around and watch a man um, dangling from a rope with a wonderful, and angry... And ways, ways to get pregnant as Yes, well. indeed, yes. And then they would take a little bucket and hold it underneath and uh, it would be a fun for the teenage girls, you know, just coming into puberty, would gather around with a little bucket and try and mm. grab a bit of uh, what came out, shooting out of this uh, poor 
fellows uh, member and uh, yes and then take it home and pop it under the pillow and, and it's typical of the guys isn't it as well to still be doing that yes. right after yes uh, bless them why are they why are they popping it under the pillow? Well, it was uh, it was known as the sperm fairy. Oh. Um, they, they believed that they could get pregnant. Some of them did, mm -hmm. but um, often I think there was an uncle staying in the house or some such, and uh, it was just a bit of fun. Yeah. And one of you, I think it was you, Joan, was talking about something that I've never heard of before, which is that sometimes when after the corpse has ejaculated, the ejaculate freezes in the air. Mm-hmm. And then... If it's very cold. Right. That's often in an open casket, you uh -huh. know, where everyone's coming to view the body. Um, yes, and often in a cold place to keep the body, you know, in a nice condition. Mm. And then that can happen and then it freezes in the air, often in a pretty arc shape. Mm, like you see in the Arctic, you know, where you see a sort of stalactite, stalagmite, mm. uh, sort this, of spurt yeah. of uh, mm. frozen water. Uh, in this case, obviously, frozen uh, spermatozoa. Mm -hmm. mm. mm. And you were talking about incorporating that. If you have a closed casket, you can get the shape of the casket. Yes, you changed. can get a, a yes. special area to cover that. Yes, for the, a the donkey, for the donkey flap or donkey ha uh, hatch, mm -hmm. uh, which is particularly if a man has died with uh, an erection. That uh, often people are. You know, they don't want it pushed down and hidden away. Shame, shame, you know, oh dear, oh dear. No, they'll just have a, they'll have an opening for the, the head. So you can peep in and say goodbye. And then equally, you'll have this donkey flap where you can open up and have a little peek. And uh, it's fun, isn't it? It's a bit it's of, fun. of fun. It's fun. Cheers everyone It's about up. making the funeral a bit more fun. Yes, and that will lead, obviously, to all sorts of shenanigans at the wake. Mm. And uh, we write in the book about how uh, actually a funeral is a wonderful place to meet a romantic partner. Yes. And, uh, and pair up and uh, pop off to the uh, the toilets uh, with a glass of wine and uh, a femidon. And a? A femidon. What is that? <clears throat> it's uh, went out of fashion. We never knew why, did no, we, Joe? No, we loved them, but um, it's, it's like a condom for a woman that you put inside yourself. And... Well, they went out of fashion. We've no idea why. They were great fun, mm. wonderful sound effects. And uh, it's essentially... Crackly, rustling. Yeah, it's like a plastic bag that you would just pop up yourself uh, before you went out in the mm. evenings. and uh, just... you might get lucky. Yes. Occasionally they'd fall out in a restaurant and you'd have to pick them up, scoot them into your handbag and mm. uh, nip the ladies and pop it back in. But uh, give it a rinse. Mm. But uh, no uh, fun times. Yeah. There's all sorts of gear that you refer to from time to time. Also in the book, you talk about the... The she we and the she poo. Mm -hmm. mm. I'd heard of the she we. Mm. I think most people can imagine what that might be mm -hmm. like. But how does the she poo work? Well, again, that's if you get caught short, you're driving or on something, a motorway, or uh, you're out to dinner with a friend and you don't want to go to the lab. It's mm. just a way of being able to just keep enjoying yourself you know like mm. the old adverts uh, um, for women on their periods where you know you want to play tennis or you want to bend over whatever whatever it is it's in your white thing. shorts um, equally if you were having intercourse and you feel that sort of nudge down below um, it's about being able to just have it strapped around your your waist and mm. um, and just be able to let 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 mm. go and uh, you know if you're on a date and you don't say excuse me i need to go to it's defecate. very unattractive isn't it to say yeah. that to a guy no you don't want you him think to, that's yeah you so don't want you, him to know I suppose that you could, yeah that goes on is it more unattractive than wearing a bag for it it's it's pretty because it's a little pretty ribbon around the waist uh, okay and it comes down the back and you can have floral or lacy. It's perfumed. Yeah. Um, it's Much like, like a, a tail, really. Yeah, so, or a sort of lavender bag. You wear it outside the trousers. You don't disguise it. It's, uh, it's, it's about being proud, but making it a bit of a sexy, mm. you know, a foreplay almost in the restaurant. Mm. Lavender bag is, mm. that would be nice. Mm. It can be lavender. It can be anything. It could be blossom, spring mm. onion. It was one you Yes, mentioned. spring onion. Uh, Different flavours. Yes, all sorts of, uh, uh, yes, pencil sharpenings. I mean, there's all, there's all Or the actual smell of feces, which you said a lot of guys love. Yes, love they? that. Yes, just boost it up, put a bit of extra smell. Um, yes, big turn on. Mm. Some guys do like the, the smell of their own farts. Absolutely. I oh, think, I think about about all guys. Well. Yes. Um, it's a big thing for guys, isn't it? Yeah, what is that? 
I think it's fun. pride in what you've produced, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's mm-hmm. uh, something you made. Here's one I made earlier, mm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. And it goes back to, you know, mum sort of congratulating the little boy when mm. she changes his nappy. Well done. Mm. You've done a biggie, a big job. Big indeed. one. Indeed. And uh, he's jobby proud as punch and delighted that mum's smiling down, leaning over him and making him feel just very, very uh, strong mm. and, uh, and powerful. Wow. It's funny. It's, it, it's an interesting sensation being somewhere like this having this kind of conversation Mm. Mm. being very frank and you know about about things that are common to all of us Mm -hmm. human beings Mm. Uh, to opera singers as well to opera singers Mm. as well yeah exactly Mm. i wonder if it would be good to have some sort of opera that incorporated some of these themes a little bit more Mm. why does it always have to be very grand stories that are Mm. being told in opera i think sometimes we don't know what the stories are i mean the magic flute could well have some of those themes in it. I don't know, um, Joan. I mean, I know it's a wonderful opera. I know that uh, it's been performed here in this wonderful, wonderful building many, many times. And uh, But uh, I know it's also what uh, Philip calls his private parts. Mm-hmm. The magic flute. Yes. Mm. You know, we, Joan and I are very big believers in common humanity. And yes, all right, we're blessed and we are... I think it's safe to say a special, very special ladies. Mm. Um, but I think that we bring this humanity, this humility, this uh, desire to heal, to help, to spread love. Mm. Um, and, and I think that's what the book's about. I mm. hope that that comes through, mm. is the loving nature of what we're talking about. Yes, and helping these poor lost lambs, even very old muttony ones mm. um, to scrabble through life. That does come through. Thank it comes you. through very, very strongly. Mm. Um, hey, thank you so much. Oh, Great pleasure you. for talking to me today. Honestly, and Alan, it's been so fun. It's been wonderful. And um, congratulations, not only on the podcast, but on this book, which I think is going to change a lot of lives. I think it will. There's something amazing on every page. Uh, you can dip into it completely mm. at random and your, your eyebrows will, will be raised by mm. whatever you find. Yep. We've got some photos in there as well, if, oh. in case people can't read. It would be great just to just before we go to show a couple of these illustrations. Mm. Because for people of a certain age, they might remember <laughs> The Joy of Sex <clears throat> and the beautiful illustrations in there by a man called Christopher Foss mm. of, these, of this hippie couple with their... Luxuriant hair, bearded man. Very handsome bearded man. Not unlike myself. Mm-hmm. And no. um, his beautiful partner. Mm. And I certainly poured over those drawings. Mm. Oh, was that before this morning, was it? Or no, when way? I was little. Right. Aww. When I was younger. Yes. Um, but wow, these drawings here. Who, who's responsible for some of these illustrations? We've got people from all across the world contributing. There's the Boba bow. There's the baby with the bobobo hat. Mm. Mm. And those, uh, the, all this sort of merchandise we sell, don't we? We've yes, got yes. all kinds of... Uh, yes, wonderful inventions that we've, uh, that we've dreamed up yes. and are now on the market. Yes. The, uh, the peenie beanies to... Uh, beanies, yes. Little hats to pop on the end of your penis. Uh, the menahove, which will sweep out any unwanted menstrual... Uh, gubbins when you're out on a date. Mm. The men hoof. The mm. men hoof, yes. You don't have to have your period. You can have it all whipped out with a little... It's like a little Dyson hoover for a lady. I can't see which one. That's one that your wife might want to have a look at, Adam. It's a woman with a dog. Mm. You know, these dogs can be very, very... Uh, if you just... Uh, they're easily encouraged, aren't they, Joan? Mm. Some of these bigger dogs particularly, you just pop some uh, some dog food into your ear or, you know, wherever you want it, really. Oh, yeah. And the dog will have a good old sniffle around and a nibble and a lick. And uh, again, that's just a, a bit of fun. That's a massive dog. Mm. Our dog's smaller than that. It doesn't really matter the size, does it? No, you can lift it up, put ones. it on a table. Mm. Or put it on your lap. Well, Jerrica, Yes. Own. Yes. It's such a pleasure to meet you. You too. It's, it's wonderful. Been so I mean, we didn't. Fun. We had no idea who you were, but it's wonderful that you've yes. uh, turned up. And you wanted cash, is that right? That's fine. We'll work it out. Yeah, but, but um, we'd love to go for a drink with you, or yes, have a slap up dinner or something. If you're if you're free. 
Sure, that would be great. Wonderful. But you live in... Um... Uh, just outside Norwich. Yes, that's rather a... Have you been there, Joe? I haven't been there. No. It's great. All right. Um, we could Zoom, though. Yes, yes. Well, either. I mean, or I'm happy to stay over and, um, you know, see what happens. That sounds great. Lovely. I might just... Um, Perhaps you better telephone your wife. I'll telephone my wife. She'll, be on, she'll have the phone in her hand anyway, so uh, yeah. may as well give her a call. Exactly. Mm. Thanks very thank much. You. God bless thank you. you. And thank you very much for joining myself, Joan and Jerrica for this Fain event here at the wonderful London Coliseum. Absolutely. Mm. Take care. Bye. God, God bless. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.